0: Hello, it's Shana G here and welcome to Flip The Switch, the podcast which champions the multifaceted and multi-talented. We're all about leaning into the multifaceted parts of ourselves. And every week you have a special guest who will show you how to do it. So this week actually is something a little bit different. I thought I'd try out um, a bit of a special compilation episode based on the theme of burnout and balance. And the reason why I am doing a special compilation episode is because the theme of burnout and balance is coming up every single time, and all of our guests have experienced it in some form, they have endured it, they've learned from it, they've grown from it, and I believe it's a topic that we need to talk about. And so what better than hearing from all of our guests on that topic, so you can learn, you can hear their stories, it's a little bit different and it's probably not what you expect but i'm really really excited for you to hear it they drop so many gems in the episodes when i was editing through it i was just like this is what i wish i heard because i've experienced burnout it was bad i'll be honest with you it took me kind of a year and a half to kind of get through it like it wasn't a quick recovery i kind of lost Parts of myself that took me years to basically bring back. So it means a lot to me to be talking about this and, you know, being honest about it. And I I feel exactly the same about the guests as well. Like it is something that's super vulnerable to be talking about. So before we get into it though, I just wanted to say a massive thank you for all your support so far. You've all been amazing. I've been getting comments saying, It's so good to see like a really unique podcast like Flip the Switch come out. On our Instagram, I've been getting some DMs. I've also been getting a bit of interaction. So please give us a follow and at Flip the Switch Club as well. Like, subscribe, rate us as well on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, because as a team of one, growth and journey all depends on the audience. So really, really get involved. Send me a message. Send me a DM. Any feedback, any guests you, you believe should be on the podcast, let me know because I want to help you as much as possible. So it's time. Let's do this. Mental health in general. You've been doing so many things, balancing so many plates at <laughs> once. Mm-hmm. Like, has your mental health been affected throughout?
1: Yeah, well, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that I. I probably have breakdowns all the time. It's so funny you say this cuz today I went to Waitrose okay. and um not by choice it's the closest thing to my house. Mm. And um I, someone I saw someone who was South Asian and queer and they were like, "Hi Ryan." And I was like, "Oh, hi." <laughs> and then they were like, "You don't know who I am, but I know everything about you cuz I see everything you post on social media." Oh and God. I was like, "Great." <laughs> and then I just had a moment where I was like, that's such a weird thing to say to someone it's because, because it's like it's just so it's so ominous and mysterious. Yeah. But then I just, had this, I just had a moment. I said, I was like, you don't know everything about me because I don't post about all my mental breakdowns and yeah. all of my obstacles, but you just see all the fun I have. And I was like nice to see you I just walked away (laughs) but it's one of those things where um they
0: see the shiny stuff yeah I
1: think like I I have been absorbed into this like career whirlpool that's been really really wonderful for me but it has come at costs um emotional and mental costs like I I have created a lot of animosity towards other people because I felt like I deserve things more than other people yeah um I've had a survival instinct that um has made me a bit um Self oriented at times. Yeah. Um, and now I'm at a place where I can rest. And um, uh, I did all of this during a pandemic as well. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm proud of myself and I have a lot of compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm allowing myself to like apologize to some people yeah. and like take some space mm-hmm. um, and fail. Like,
0: no, that's, okay, that's right? okay. It's totally yeah. fine. I think you need to reflect as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So it sounds
0: like you're just like, go, 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 go yeah. all the time. And, like, even the TV stuff, we haven't even touched upon, like, Big fire Fight. Yeah. And just in general, like, the toll that that must take. Because in a way, like, have you felt that um, the brand that you've created, is that now completely who you are? Or is it something that we have to, like, play up um, or play down certain aspects of who we are?
1: I feel like when I meet people, um, I almost have to gauge how they see me. Okay. And then I can either choose to play to it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like, I'll meet someone and they'll be like, oh, you're you're too famous to be around me. And I'm like, that's such a weird thing to say to someone. Oh, interesting. Um, even though I've known them for years mm. or, um, or someone will meet me and I'll think they know who I am and they have absolutely no idea. Oh, wow. And so okay. it's just one of those things where like it, it creates a sort of mental uh, disbelonging um, mm-hmm. so I've like so actively tried to create physical spaces where you can belong yeah. and then as I've done that I've I've garnered a lot of accolade but then now I feel like people don't let me belong with them mm-hmm. so sometimes it can be very alienating I see. but um, I am proud of what I've done yeah. and like I, I just I have I think as you get more successful in life and as as you are achieving things your your community of people who need to validate you gets smaller. Mm-hmm. And I think for a little while I got lost in trying to be validated by everyone.
0: Yeah. Is there something that you do though when you go into that space or like feel like that you don't belong? Is there something that drives you or um keeps you going and motivated?
1: Well, I read something recently and it said that sometimes the loudest people are the most fragile. Mm-hmm. And so I've just like just started listening more and chilling out more Um, I just think that like there's only so much energy you can exhaust um, trying to trying to get everyone to just pay attention to you and I was like google me (laughs)
0: And let's talk about those days that aren't so when like yeah. inevitably like we have ups and downs in who we are yeah. and with doing so much being a multi-hyphenate now that's the, the portfolio career how do you manage everything like you are producing as well producing in itself takes so long mm-hmm. and it can be quite quite difficult yeah. and so doing all these different things tips of burning out tips yeah. for saying and like doing everything well as well because mm-hmm. there's also this balance of like when you have a portfolio career like you can spread yourself quite thin
2: right. everything can make you vulnerable to burnout and not delivering anything so I think you have to understand what you're trying to achieve and making sure that what you do is fully aligned with what you're trying to achieve and then also realize that you're in it for the long game not an overnight success mm-hmm. that could mean for the next three months i'm going to focus on building my content batch filming getting that ready for the next six months then the following three months whilst that's going out i'm focusing on producing now Mm -hmm. but meanwhile you're prioritizing your well-being that's a non-negotiable so the things like exercise seeing friends and family eating well that's how i would do it like looking at it blocking out time yeah um You can block out days for different things, but I find that quite hard to jump between things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that's probably the number one thing.
0: It's so true. It's like you focus on that one thing, break it down into as many little small things. Because when it's small, it's so much easier. Otherwise, if you're like, I want to do a boiler room, that's too, where do you even start? With saying, I want to get there. It's like, okay, how can I do these mini stepping stones to then get there in six months, say, or a year, or whatever it is? What can I be doing now? Getting that notion page up and working out who's the organizers on the road up, I think can be really helpful. And then just thinking, I always think, stare, what's the step in front of me, not the whole staircase? Like, I want to get there, but. I'm just yeah. going to keep I'm not even going to worry about that. That's going to happen if I just keep doing this. Yeah. And that's like my way of doing it. I find it's just like logical. Why exactly in, the same? Yeah, cuz otherwise if you're emotional about it, you can get actually quite upset that like oh like I'm actually so far and overwhelmed. And overwhelmed. Yeah. And when you've got too much to do, you know you're not going to do anything. And journaling <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. So actually okay. at,
2: when I was that th- th- same year, I I bought myself a journal and wrote down all my goals. And actually again I forgot about this, but I would I created a scoring system out of 10 and I thought for the next whilst I'm at this point I'm going to give 2 out of 10 time wise is arbitrary to exam prep 2 out of 10 to friends and family 2 out of 10 to the exercise I'm going to give like the rest of that to music so I just knew in my and I, and I broke that music part down to see how that would look yeah. um, and then I created those massive goals and you break those down into small achievable steps mm. that's how you create a, like a path to achieving that big one then being flexible and re-diverting based on reactions or feedback.
3: Since realised that relapse is just caused by burning out and just working too much. And so my solution to burning out is essentially giving myself space to breathe and treating off time as importantly as work time and that's mm. really hard thing to do really think hard thing to unlearn i'd spent yeah. 15 to 20 years thriving and loving working to death yeah. and i love it but it can't be at the cost of your health and then when you factor in a kid into it it's like well you don't really have a choice. You've either got to like be about or you're not about. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. So it's good because essentially how it means I've balanced my week is I do um, about three days a week um, uh, kind of freelance stuff. Okay. So that could be lecturing, it could be mentoring, a lot of facilitation, some production, okay. um, some consultation stuff. It really does is so varied mm. um I used to do a lot of traveling go abroad teaching event management and um, emerging creative economies like cuba and kazakhstan and ukraine and crazy places wow. um and then i spend uh about two days a week um doing a secure kind of part-time job so recently it's been working at the roundhouse. I'm not working there in that capacity anymore. Yeah. But that was enough to bring me a bit of security. Yeah. And then I spend two or three days just out and out kind of childcare. My partner is also a freelancer. Okay, um, She's a fashion illustrator. So we kind of split it kind of 50-50 down the middle, which yeah. is works well. It comes with its challenges, like yeah, it really sure. does. Um, but it's also a lot more convenient in many ways of how you go about kind of managing a family. Mm. Um, but... Yeah, the TFL experience that I had made me realise that, and this is almost a bit of a tip, Mm. is when you're doing something that you love, don't let money be the death of it. I.e., if it's not making enough money, that doesn't mean you should stop. If anything, it means you should go longer. But you need to be able to afford to eat because otherwise none of it's going to happen. None of the above.
0: Do do anything like journaling or like do you have any boundaries and like what have you created and
4: carved in kind of your everyday life to like be good with goal setting? So every I don't journal every day. I journal just really when I feel like it, more like a self-therapy kind of thing. Like if I feel like I need to get stuff out or Yeah, just every so often. I started it when I went travelling. So when I went travelling years ago, when you travel alone, obviously some days can get lonely, but I also just wanted to have like all my travel stories like not just <laughs> <Like> written down <laughs> yeah like written down and in my head I was like this is something I'd give to my grandkids. Aww, and they'll be lovely. like she was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. So yeah I think that's helped me become really self-aware and also understand. I mean I, I don't check in with my goals. I'm not yeah, I like set yeah. my goals like once a year mm-hmm. and you know kind of take action. But what I make my boyfriend do to, yeah. together with me, I so say every night before we go to sleep, we do three things we're grateful for. Amazing. But the rule is you have to do one thing about yourself, mm-hmm. one thing about the world, mm-hmm. and someone you're grateful for. And if he doesn't say me, I'm like...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: every night, you're like, yeah. you still on pick me and it's been yeah. 500 days. Yeah, I'm like, <gasps> that's the only pillow talk I get, but it's a yeah. really nice ritual we do oh, every night. That. And I just feel like yeah well you know if you, if you if you don't have that faith or you don't want to pray or that yeah. seems a bit you know foreign to you then just doing gratitude is like relevant and yeah i think it just it's like manageable as well isn't yeah. it yeah like it takes what 30 seconds 100 percent, and you know sometimes you're having a rubbish day and then you think yeah. you know what, it's not actually that bad yeah yeah
5: The two worlds have blended as well, which is really, really cool. Some of my projects have allowed me to bring on Beijing's FC um, in terms of telling their story or, like, creatively, you know, customizing football jerseys or things that have to do with football. So, being able to blend those worlds have allowed me to be more productive with my day-to-day life. So, I really encourage. I think especially if you're an artist like I really encourage incorporating everyone's different but your personal interests into Mm. what you do and like using that as inspiration um for your own creative practice and that's really helped me like be able to do both at the same time yeah Um, and that's just the nature of my work and like my um My practice is pretty much who I am Mm. and it's a really important part of me. Like football now is a huge part of my life. So I've been able to take it as inspiration and that has mutually benefited like both the community and like my own practice as well. So also within Bayesians, like being able to ask for help and post opportunities as you're part of the WhatsApp group, that has been something that has helped me like, I guess, separate, my work and um, the community because it's like giving opportunities to other people and just like being able to offload that rather than like take on too much and yeah just delegate the responsibilities to the organization team so
6: like my co-founder Rianne she's incredible she she's like Huber like boundaries you need to set boundaries because i can like i could work till yeah. very late i could like the again when i was doing my full-time job 14 day weeks wow staying up 14
0: day weeks sorry how yeah. did I even... because i'd be
6: working on my evenings <laughs> right okay i'd be working my full-time job working my evenings and then weekends i'd be in the barbican just
0: working so you were and then nine to five and workshop. five to nining and then weekends and then weekends as well yeah wow because I've come to one of your events and yes. they were it was it was incredible that was Super
6: at the authentic. start that was like when things kind of that's when I came back from Ghana after my quarter life crisis and I just took myself to Ghana for my birthday <laughs> by myself um and <laughs> then solo came back solo Straight travel away. yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah I came back and I was like right let's go and yeah that was the event he came to I was really proud it's one of my favorite events it was still. amazing
0: and I guess So, that was the end of the compilation burnout episode. I really hope that you learned something today. As always, give us a follow at Flip the Switch Club on Instagram. We also now have a newsletter which will be going out every single week, and we're going to be starting a community very, very soon with some brand new events in the works. So, I'm so excited. So, stay tuned for that. Make sure you sign up to the newsletter as you'll miss all of the up and coming news, and also who the next guests are. So get involved. Thank you so much again for listening. Really appreciate it. And also, if you'd like to give me a follow, I'm your host Shana G. My at is at Shana, S-H-A-N-A, Goodral G-U-J-R-A-L.